0: Welcome to a message from Oasis Church. For more information about Oasis Church and how you can get connected, please visit MyOasisChurch.com. Thanks for listening and enjoy the message. Turn with me to 2 Corinthians, Corinthians chapter 4, right. verse 13. Praise the Lord. Talking about the spirit of faith. The spirit of faith. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Let's go to verse 13. That would be our, our text. <clears throat> Actually, we don't have a whole lot of Scripture, but <clears throat> verse 13, it says, we're jumping in, into this. He, you have to remember, in the, verse 13, Paul's in the midst of a trial. Have you ever been in a midst of a trial? Yeah. Right? I mean, we all have. Well, I haven't. I haven't, Pastor. Well, just wait, be patient. I'm not saying to look for it, but if as long as we live in this world, there's going to be storms, right? R- rough weather. Come on. But you don't ha- have to allow that to come into you. Come you don't want those things to enter in, right? All right. So verse 13, he's in the midst of a trial, but he's saying this. He says, and since we have the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore speak. Notice the word we. Just make a mental note to that or underline it. Just. Think of what, think what he's saying here. Other words, he's saying we. Other words, you already have it. Amen. Let me back up. Remember you were given, when you were born again of the incorruptible seed, Peter talked about, which is how we were born again of the incorruptible seed. but we were born again of the, the, the seed of God, right? Okay, Paul said in, in Romans 12, verse 3, when we were born again, we received the measure of faith. Yes. Amen. I said, you received, we received the measure of faith. So in you, residing on the inside of you is faith. Now, that doesn't mean it's active. Now, here's the problem. We have faith that is not active. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to say this. i will tell to tell on myself. About two weeks ago, maybe, yeah, about, maybe a week ago, <clears throat> I stood in front of the mirror with my shirt off and I started to I, I, first, of all, I looked at the mirror and go, "Wow!" <laughs> so I thought, "Okay." So I started to, you know, beef, try to get my muscles flexed up. You know, you know, kind of shaking a little bit, straining, get, and I looked. No, that's not working. So, so then I, I went to the side, get the side profile. Am I the only guy who does this? And I, and I. And I go like, come on. And I I was straining. I was shaking. And it was still nothing. It's like pitiful. And I thought to myself, I am not going to allow my faith to look like that. (laughs) Flabby, hardly no muscle. If there was any, I don't know where it's at. And I'm an active guy, kind of. It's not like I work out with weights. But just like physically, for me to build up my muscles, I'm going to have to work. Spiritually speaking, you've been given a measure of faith, but you're going to have to take that measure of faith and do some work. In other words, you're going to have to believe God, speak His Word, and start working, start acting on your faith. Your faith is designed to be a servant for you. That's a whole other subject, but I'm just saying Faith is designed for you to work. We should have faith muscles, not wait for something to happen, right? I mean, we've all done that, I think. I mean, I don't live that well. I'm, I haven't arrived, but I do not want to wait for something to come up than to try to find the Scriptures. Now, if I have to do that, then I'll do it. But it's so much better if we just keep the word active in our life. Right. Keep that word, meditate, think on it, ponder on it. Healing scriptures, prosperity scriptures, um, just been standing fast in his liberty, standing, getting those scriptures and having a, a regimen about yourself. Right. It says, we having, so hallelujah, you got it. And listen, listen, there's another thing. Finally, Philemon chapter 1, there's only one chapter, verse 6 talks about the communication of your faith. Other words, of speaking forth, that communication means to release. The communication of your faith becomes effectual by the acknowledgement. So whenever you start acknowledging what God has already done, what He's already put in you, You've got the measure of faith in you. So one of the things that you can do at home, yes, at home, is start acknowledging what's in you. You can start acknowledging, you know what, Father, I thank you. I have, I have the measure of faith on the inside of me. Now listen, that's the God kind of faith. That is supernatural faith. Start acknowledging that. That sounds like work. That sounds like building muscles. Yeah. You start acknowledging. And that word effectual means operating or working. It becomes active. We want active faith, don't we? Yeah. We want faith that's working. Yeah. We don't want flabby muscles. We want strong muscles. In order to get strong, we going to have to work. Right. It's not a time to, you know... Especially now, we're living in the last of the last. I, could never, underst- I never understood it until, until a couple years ago in 2020. I always knew that there's going to be persecution coming. I knew it, but I just never knew how. We got a taste of it. B- basically, basically, what they were telling the church is we're not essential. What they're telling us is just to shut up and sit down. Push, push us off to the side. I, we, we got a glimpse of it. That's what they want to do. And there's going to come a point in time since when we're going to stand strong in our faith. It's coming. Well, Pastor, I just want, I just want my hundredfold return. And go to heaven. Oh, well, that's what I wanted when I first got saved. I just want my hundredfold return to live a comfortable life and go to heaven. I'm serious. That, I'm, that's what I was thinking. That's what my motive was. Comfortable life. Hallelujah. In the USA. That's about to change, saints. What I'm saying is get ready, buckle up, get your faith strong. Be strong in the Lord and the power of His might. It's going to come a point in time where you're going to have to stand. Yep. Yep. Now, Pastor Chuck, you're talking about the, the bark of the beast. No, I'm not talking about the mark of the beast. Well, we should be gone by then. <laughs> I am not, not a believer in tribulation. God's anger being poured out. Now, some do. They believe that. I, I'm so shocked as some of the 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 denomination and preaching that we'll have to go through tribulation. I don't know where they'd get that from. I actually tried to study it from the the pre-trib, the post-trib believers. You know, they think that we're going to go through all this stuff. I don't know how they come up with it. I don't know how that could be, how how can you call it the blessed hope? We can go on with that. But the point I'm trying to make is we've got to be strong in these last days. It's not a time to have weak faith mus- muscles. We're going to have to stand strong. In order to stand strong, you've got to be strong in the Word. Th- there's no other way about it. You're going to have to be strong. It says, verse 13, let's read that again. It's so good. And we no, And we, say we, we, having the same spirit of faith, according to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore speak. He is quoting David. Psalm 116, verse 10. David first penned this back under the old, we say old covenant. But Paul is quoting him again because there's two elements here that has not changed. Believing and speaking. Now I heard this, and I don't know, I guess it came from Kenneth Hagin. He said, the door, the, door, the door of the supernatural hinges on two things. Believing and speaking. Believing and speaking. That opens up the door, saints. It opens up everything. In other words, the spirit of faith will take you places you have never gone before. It's supernatural. You think... Now now listen to me. In the natural, you cannot... Don't even go there. This is supernatural. I'm not saying to be stupid. But in wisdom with the Word, by the unction of the Holy Spirit, I guarantee you, if, if you get into the Word and get into the Spirit of faith, it'll take you places. It'll take you into new territories, into new places you have never gone before. It's supernatural. Amen. You know, we're going to talk about Joshua and Caleb. It took, them in, it took them in places they have never gone before. It took them into the promised land. But that word spirit, I want you to look at that word spirit. It says the spirit of faith. Now, let's think about that. He didn't say, he could have said just faith. But he called it the spirit of of faith. Other words, this gets much deeper than just making a confession. Let me say that. I know I'm probably maybe step on some toes. It's more than just making a confession when I'm in trouble, it's more than just making a confession when things are going good. He's talking about your actual. dis-faceted. Dis, Your actual your temperament, your character, your makeup, that's who you are. Your disposition. In other words, the spirit, you know, the spirit of faith is who we are. Because of who we are, we believe, therefore we speak. It's because what I believe, not because I made just one or two confessions. That's good. And if your mouth's not moving, you're not even, you're not, you're not, you haven't left the station. But what I am saying is that's who we are. The just shall live by faith. It's no, there is no part-timers in this. It's full time, saints. We're going to, have to buckle up and go full blast. I'm telling you, God wants to take us places. And the only way He's going to do that is with the Spirit of Faith. He could' have, said, he could have, said, he could have said just faith, couldn't he? Mm-hmm. But he called it the spirit of faith. As believers, we got look you've got you to look at yourself. you know what? I'm, I got the spirit of faith on the inside of me. That's who I am. That's who God created me to be. I'm made in His image. I'm from a faith, God, a faith father. I, so I act just like him. I believe, therefore I speak. You go to Genesis chapter 1. Of course, Pastor Mark's been talking about this. The very first thing you hear is sound. The sound of words. Light be. Light was. There has to be that sound before their manifestation can take place. So if your mouth's not moving, how can you have a manifestation? I believe, therefore I speak. That's the way of life. That's who we are. Amen. Hallelujah. I love it. I love to talk about faith. Pastor Mark talking about uh, uh, the believer's authority, faith. I love it. Mark eleven twenty three. Love it. It's food. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Now turn it with me. I'm not going to go real long, actually go with me to sec uh pardon me uh i want to go to um although, let's go to numbers thir- numbers thirteen hallelujah numbers thirteen of course this is Joshua and caleb <clears throat> And I got I got this written down. <clears throat> and this is <clears throat> this is Smith Wigglesworth. <laughs> he says he said he said faith faith is active is I thought I had it. A- faith where is it? Oh, Only five words. I can't remember that. Faith is an act. other words, faith is, is motion activated. Of course, your mouth should move first, but motion activated. So it's not just words. You know, I have a train set. Actually, I have... Four train sets. Let's see, one. I have an H-O-O-G, and the one's bigger than the G. Is that we where's Joanne? Is it four? Anyway, she, don't, she doesn't know. But on my train, on my H-O, which is my main one, I have little reeds. This old technology, the little reed. Jason, you, you understand. I have, these, I have got these reed switches, which is a switch, throughout my track. And on my caboose is a little magnet. And as the little choo-choo goes around, that magnet passes over that reed switch, and it activates that switch. It pulls those, it pulls it closed, that switch closed. And by doing that, it activates a relay, which that relay activates lights, or it activates sound. In other words, by a little choo-choo train, In order for that train to work right, it has to be moving. You have to be moving. You're like my little choo-choo train. I am too. We've got to keep moving. And as we move, we activate things. My train activates those switches. And then those switches, they they turn lights on and they sound. I have lightning clouds going on. i got things going on. So the train, but the train standing still, not doing anything. Nothing happens. Faith is an act, motion activated. So not only your speech, but it's what we do, it's what we act, how we act. I was in, I don't know if it's Denver Airport. Anyway, I went, I went in that restroom, and 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 they just redid the whole thing. And I came out and I was going to clean, wash my hands. And I'm thinking, what's going on here? <laughs> nothing there. Nothing. And I figured it pretty quick. I figured it's probably some type of motion thing here. But I still couldn't get to work. I thought, well, I'm waving my hand. <laughs> you know, and nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. So, you know. People were coming in now, so obviously, wait, you wait. The person next to me went up to it, and he did did that, but he did it in the right place. And the water came on. Then he went to the, the towel dispenser. Well, that's all motion activated. See, I wouldn't have figured that one out either, I don't think. But then there was a certain area that he waved his hand. And the, in other words, motion activated. Saints... We, as we walk in faith, as we, as, we, as we walk this out, we activate things by our faith, by speaking God's Word. It's not, it's not automatic. Oh, I can't figure out why it's not happening. Well, maybe you need to move. You might have to say something. It's motion activated. Faith is an act. You think I should remember that? Yeah. Hallelujah. Verse 13. Um, I want to go to... Verse 30. Yeah. Uh, numbers 13, verse 30. Now here we have we're going to see two, two reports. Joshua and Caleb has a report and the ten, uh, the ten spies who, who band together, the, the ten spies, they have a report. And we're going to find... <laughs> and actually, they both, they both got what they wanted. The spirit of faith took Joshua and Caleb into the land, right? Amen. Now, the ten spies... They activated something too. The spirit of faith activates certain things too. It brought what they actually, what they said they would get. They activated that It's a self-fulfilling prophecy is what I'm trying to say. So we read here in verse 30, Numbers 13, it says, Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, Let us go up at once and possess, for we are well able to overcome it. But the man, that's one report, but the man who had gone up with them said, We are not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. So we have two reports, two completely outcomes totally opposite. Now, how can that be? It's because the words they spoke. It's actually what you believe, either in the positive or in the negative. Joshua and Caleb said what God said. In other words, their focus was on the Word. The ten spies were focused on what they saw. Now here it is. Here's where the rubber meets the road. They all saw the same thing. They all saw the giants. They all saw the big the the the, the walls. But the focus was totally opposite. Joshua and Caleb stayed in the arena of faith by what focusing on the word. Remember, remember uh uh peter on one word he walked on the water as long as he stayed focused stayed in that arena of faith he was able to do what the supernatural now when he he walked on that water i don't know how many steps he took right but as soon as he lost focus, it took him out of the arena of faith. Why? Because fear by what was going on entered into him. And then the Bible says he began to sink. But Joshua and Caleb said, what? We are well able. In other words, They refuse to focus in on the giants. We we are well able to overcome it. The spirit of faith has an attitude. You remember your parents ever telling you you have an attitude? The spirit of faith has an attitude. It gets knocked down, which I don't have time to go over all this book. We'll go over it next time. But when, 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 when Paul would get knocked down, you know, he'd get right back up. The spirit of faith is a fighting spirit. Amen. I, I went on internet, I don't know, about a month ago, maybe two months ago. I, want, I know it's not spiritual, but I went on not PlayStation. What is that? Well, anyway, I went on YouTube. And, well, one of those. And uh, I've wanted to find Mike Tyson, his fights, his younger days. And, uh, but then I ran across another guy. He was a boxer. He weighed 300 pounds plus. I don't know exactly, but he's way over 300. Short. He did not look like a boxer. I got, I got to check him out. His name was Butterbean. (laughs) And when I brought him up, I thought, okay, I know why they call you Butterbean. He looked like one. Short. Did not look like a boxer. He looked like a Butterbean. And I said, oh, I got to watch it. So I watched him. He couldn't box. There's no foot movement hardly. But he had a right hook and a left hook. And all he needed to do is connect on one of them. So I watched him. And that guy had an attitude. He had a fighting spirit. Well, Paul said fight the good fight of faith, right? So as believers, we should have a fighting attitude, a fighting spirit about ourselves. But anyway, this guy, big old butterbean, he, he, he couldn't dance. He couldn't do the, you know, the Muhammad Ali shuffle, whatever it is. But he could connect. But the thing I liked about him is he got knocked down, but he always bounced right back up. Yeah. That's an attitude. Yeah. We get right back up because we know we're winners already. Amen. We get right back up. I was, my, one of my landing, my, one of my, I had my football helmets. I, I got these little foot, NFL football helmets, and... Um, one, they're old. They'll go back when I was little. He grabbed one of them out of my treasure. I got a treasure box. You know that? Anyway, he, gra- he grabbed that football helmet, and he picked it up. He, he looked at it, and he's sticking it in his pocket, and he goes, I'm a winner. <laughs> and he said that again the other day. We was at their, uh, by the swimming pool, and he said something. He goes, he goes, He goes, I'm a winner. I go, yeah, yeah. That's what we need to say. We are winners. Because of what Christ has done. He's paved a way for us. The price has been paid. We are winners. We're overcomers. You know, we have, you know, a way I look at it is I'm not trying to get the victory. I have the victory. Now, we have to overcome circumstances. But in God's eyes, he sees us as overcomers. We go, we're overcomers. Hallelujah. Uh, you know you hang around even these little kids they'll tell you I'm a winner I'm an overcomer amen. that works Hallelujah amen but he says here but but we 31 but the men who've gone up with them said now see now listen now this is this is there's some things you should not say don't say it they shouldn't say this. They just, they just should have kept their mouth shut. If it's not edifying, if it's not the if your, your speech isn't seasoned with the grace of God, don't don't say it. Because what happens? If we say things you may not mean it, but you are creating, creating inroads for the enemy just by your words. You're snared by the, by your words. Don't, don't allow yourself to say silly things. You know, you know, feet's killing me, back's killing me, you know, all this stuff. It's, it's all, well, past pass truck, it never happens, but you shouldn't be saying it. Just don't get, get your, say what the Word says, just stick with the Word. Because that stuff's not in you. Your, your feet's not killing you. You're still here. So we don't need to say that. That you think you think God is glorified when we say stuff like that. I'm just saying I'm not I'm not trying to nitpick. I'm not trying to be the 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 confessions sheriff or something. I'm just saying there's some things we we just shouldn't say. Hallelujah. Amen. But anyway, so Joshua and Caleb has this spirit. Well, actually, we didn't get to that point yet. But why? He's, look at this. Caleb quieted the people for Moses and said, Let us go at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. He called the giants an it. An it. He could have said a whole bunch of stuff. He called them an it. In other words, the spirit of faith focuses so much on the Word of God that I don't even want to address you. You're nothing. Actually... He says in another place, not only are you nothing, but you be food for us. You're our, our, our nourishment. See, the spirit of faith will take you places. And it'll take you from one, le- one level to another, to the next level. We see this through David. David killed the lion. Spirit of faith. He kills the bear. Spirit of faith. All it is is stepping stones. He's going up. To another level. He comes up to Goliath. Another step. You're nothing. I'm paraphrasing. It's not in the Bible. You're nothing. You're nothing. You're just an uncircumcised giant. And you're going to work for me. That's a whole nother subject. We won't get into that next time. But each step is a step up. He's by faith, he's moving up. By faith, moving up. By faith, he takes Goliath out. He goes up another step. Then there's zigzag. We can keep going. But there's steps until he gets to be king. It takes you places. The spirit of faith will take you. In other words, you have a purpose in life. We all do. And your spirit of faith will take you to your purpose and fulfill your calling, your purpose, that God, what God has called you to do on this earth. It's going to be the spirit of faith. It's going to do it. Right. Now, turn with me to um, Numbers 14, verse 24. And it says, But my servant Caleb, because he has another spirit in him, and has followed me fully, I will bring him into the land where he went, and his descendants shall inherit it. You see that? Caleb, because he has another spirit in him. That is the spirit of faith. Amen. The spirit of faith. Well, you think about it. Caleb... He's about 40 years old. And you know, he holds that spirit of faith for 40 more years until he is 85. He still has that spirit of faith in him because he takes the mountain that he wanted to take here. Nothing changed as far as he is concerned. Now he had to wait. Now I'd been a little ticked off myself. I would have said probably a few choice words, but it wouldn't have been edifying. But Caleb, I, I don't hear any negative talk. He didn't call the, the, the other people a bunch of names, he just kept his mouth shut. I mean, there's no record of it. And Joshua. Well, he said, how well, do they do that? Focus. 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 They kept themselves in the arena of faith. You stay in the arena of faith, and you will come out on top. I watched a... It's been back in the 80s, maybe before we were married. Um, it's a, It was a contest with superstars. They had these great big um, offensive linemen, football, NFL players. They had tennis players. They had... Um, golf players, a variety of superstars. And what they had, these, they had these superstars to line up on this, um, is an Olympic-sized swimming pool, and they had to swim across the swimming pool and back. Well, the, the NFL, quote, superstars, when the gun went off, they dove in. I think they had to swim. Then on the way back... They had to do a butterfly. Well, these 300-pound-plus linemen jumped in, and it was about the funniest thing I ever saw. You talk about some out of their element. You <laughs> wanted to do a butterfly. I mean, the rest of them are already gone. They lost right there. Forget about the rest of them, because they had to go to another meet. You just go one after another, and in the winter, you know, you get a time well, they couldn't even get out of the swimming. They were, they were stuck there because they looked like a beached whale. You know, they just looked pitiful. What happened is you get those NFL players out of their arena, out of their element of where they excel in, they could be defeated easily. And like us, likewise with us saints, if we get out of the arena of faith, we're easily defeated. We're easy prey. You have to stay in that arena. You've got to stay in faith. You've got to stay focused on the Word. Stay focused on His promise. We believe, therefore speak. let's, Let's end with this. One more scripture. Let's go back to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. We'll finish up. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 17. We believe, therefore we speak. It says, I'm going to go, we're just going to jump down 17. We're running out of time. Verse 17, for our light affliction, which is but for a moment. Now did you get that? All the things he went through. A saint, I guarantee you, no one in here has gone through as much as Apostle Paul. Just go over the in same in the same book to chapter eleven. The Apostle Paul has went through some stuff. How can he call everything he has gone through a light affliction? There's a lot here. We're going to talk. We can talk about. I got. I just got to cut it short. He can call it a light affliction because of what he's focusing on. Everything else is nothing compared to what's in front of him. Everything that we go through, saints, you may think it's something, but really it's just a light affliction. You've got to keep your focus right. If it's focused right, you can say it just like the Apostle Paul. But when you're focused on, when you're, when you're magnifying the wrong thing, when you're magnifying the problem that you're, you may be going through a problem now, but if you keep talking about it and magnifying the problem, that problem isn't getting bigger, but to you it is because it's being amplified by you saying it, really what God hasn't said, it's It's a a circumstance the enemy sent to you to get you to talk about the circumstance. And now the circumstance, because you're thinking on it, meditating on it, now it seems to be like a gigantic mountain. In reality, if you just keep focus on God, that mountain really isn't all that big. It's about focus. Now, obviously... Your mountain needs to hear your voice. Obviously, you need to tell the mountain to jump in the lake. You need to tell it where to go. It just takes a... a, That's on another subject. Anyway, you focus on the wrong thing. You start talking. What you're doing is you're just magnifying the mountain. He called it a light affliction. Because his focus was on God, Amen. on the Word. Amen. The Word is more than enough to get you over. The Word is more than enough to put us over. The Word, everything else is light. And actually, now, now it goes on to say it's working. Actually, these problems, if we work it right, they're working for us. And that's a whole nother subject. Hallelujah. It's good. It's good. We stay in faith, and we're like little Landon, we're winners. Amen. In other words, we bring it into manifestation. Right. Now, we're winners already cuz we're in Christ. But we start speaking it, we start believing it, and then it starts to manifest. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. A little 3-year-old teaches him. He's 3, right? Landon 3? Yeah. I'm a winner. <laughs> a winner! Amen! Hallelujah! That concludes today's message. For more information about Oasis Church, please visit myoasischurch.com. Thanks for listening.